We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about navigating life, love, and relationships, one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 126 of Married Millennials. I hope all of you guys enjoyed your Labor Day weekend. Getting three days off is always an enjoyable time because that means we only got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, short week, plus three days. It's just, a, it's a magical time. Yeah, you're good. Although Labor Day does mark like the end of summer, even though it's technically not the not end of summer, summer, but this is when it, it starts to to slowly move away. We've had this conversation on the show before, but it just, it irritates me because it says Labor Day, or sorry, Memorial Day is the start of summer. It's like the official start of summer. No, it's not. The official start is January 21st. And then, January 21st? Sorry, June 21st. Okay. Okay. And then fall, they're like, oh yeah, it's the end of summer. And I do understand it's the last of the summer holidays, which I did put that in the newsletter because I'm like, all right, I can accept that. But there's still like three weeks left of summer. Are you just going to discount the rest of the time? Like, No, nah, it, it, it just marks the, the slow decline. Into of, fall? Yes, that's all Which it is. Which is one. Wonderful. It is. Fall is a great season, but this yeah. is like, okay, everyone's back in school. Like, work is fully back in full swing. It's like one of those. Like, if you really think about it, like, when you go after Labor Day. It's like Day, the end of fun. Exactly. <laughs> it, you just, it's, it's done. So that, that's what, what Labor Day marks. Um, but it, it's all good, though. Donald Glover did drop some, some Labor Day heat for us. Yeah. This time, you know, I watched the video multiple times. Unlike This Is America, I'm not really a super music guy. So I don't know all the messages that he was sending in, in this video. Um, but I'm I'm just trusting that it was some good nuggets and some information. There's a few <laughs> of the of the characters, I a few of the characters like these individuals aren't real. Yeah, few of the rappers the and artists. musicians, the artists. That's the word I was looking for, who were in the video. But as far as the context of understanding which all of them represent, I'm gonna need oh, one yeah. of y'all. I to have just, like no idea. I'm just need one of y'all to break this down. Who really follows hip hop music? And yeah. there was one that I looked at. I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. But I need to know like for sure from like the super hip hop heads. I like the song though. Oh yeah, I was no. like, this is just. I just I wanted mean, to just roll it. down with the windows down. But oh, I can, I can. It sounds this. like summer. It's yeah. it, it's kind of reminiscent of uh, summertime in that way. Like it inspires the same feeling. It's different. It's completely different. But just it does have that summer sound to it. Um, yeah, I I can't say I fully understood it either. Full disclosure, I only watched it once, and I'm gonna go back to not having social media. I didn't even know it dropped. <laughs> no idea, which was probably trending, right? Yes, it was trending. Yeah, that's the only reason why I knew because I opened Twitter. right. So I I opened YouTube before the show just to to take a gander, like, oh, what's going on on YouTube? Um, and I saw, I was like, oh, Donald Glover dropped a video. So it's kind of Childish fun. Gambino uh, dropped or, a video. Sorry, sorry, my bad. Childish, Childish Gambino dropped a video. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's It's been interesting navigating this world of no social media because everyone is so connected. And I mentioned this on our live our neighbor came over and she was talking about how she went to a winery and she was talking about it as if we knew about it. Like we already had the information. So she just like started her story from there. And I'm sitting here like, I had no idea that you even went to this place. <laughs> and then I asked Justin later, like, oh, well, like maybe she posted, did she post about it? And Justin was like, yeah. Yeah, I engaged so, fully. I was like, oh, I saw that. Looks like you had a great time. Right. No idea. None. 
which I kind of like. But then I realized, so here's the other epiphany I've had, is just because you're not on social media doesn't mean everybody else isn't. So, so and people carry on like you know, you know what the deal is because you've seen their social media. Um, and then also people tend to get on social media. Like I'm noticing more when Justin's on social media and he's doing it for no reason. And it's irritating me. <laughs> it really is. It irritates me every time he opens Instagram, like, cause there's a lull, he opens Instagram. Yeah, that is true. Like, you make a not, comment about it. Yeah. And then you irritate me by right. your comments. Well, because I'm just like, why are you doing that? Like, there's so many other things to do. Why are you doing that right now? Joy is in parenting mode. I, I am. She it's talked about, bad. oh, I don't like being parented. That's what she, that was her biggest complaint about me. She doesn't like being parented. And now she's on full parenting mode. And I'm highly irritated. Yeah, I don't need I'm, to be parented. I'm parenting you yeah, with social media. That's totally fair. That's totally to be, fair. I do not need to be parented. I'll work on it. But I just, you know, I want to be so far removed from it. And because I am with you all the time when you're on it, it's just like you are defeating the purpose. Like you're, you're, you're encroaching on my zen by bringing it into my space. Like, because I hear the videos. Like you're watching stories and I hear them. I'm like, I don't want to hear mo- that. For the most part, I do keep it on silent if I'm with you. I will turn the volume off so you don't hear it out of respect. <laughs> I guess that's compromise. It is definitely compromise. I just like don't even want to be in the same room. <laughs> Could you go Joy, somewhere Joyce is just on her judgmental shit. I mean, she's I, calling get her growth shit, but it's really no. just judging the hell out of people. I'm not it's all judging. all good. We understand. No, I truthfully am go not work. judging. I'm not judging. You know that I'm not. Okay. Whatever you want to say, love. What, whatever, Justin. <laughs> you're you're judging, but it's all good. You know, it, it's a it, it's judgment from a good place, and the fact that you what? are disconnecting yourself from the the ways of the world and can navigate life without social media again. Like it would be something. I think everyone wants to take a break, but again, because it's so integrated into our society, in particular how businesses run and sustain themselves, like you have to have social media. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just this balance of like. And I will say that is this week's weekly wellness newsletter challenge. Uh, For those of you who can afford to go without social media, it's not part of your business. Seven days, no social media. Take the challenge. It starts, well, yeah, yeah, today. So you're... You're good. You could start. It's not too late. Delete all the apps. For some reason, deleting the apps from your phones really works because all you have to do is just not log on on your desktop. Absolutely. They're like very mobile friendly. I, I didn't realize how much I was really using on my phone. So uh, sounds like a drug I was using on my phone. Uh, and for those of you who have businesses that are dependent upon social media, you have to post. Uh, I, the challenge is just to log in. Put, post your thing, have the caption ready, have the hashtags ready. You have seven minutes within the app, and that's it. Then you're out. Yeah. Seven minutes a day. So this weekly wellness newsletter challenge, I'm not participating in. Typically, I, I'll, I'll, I'll put my toe in, engage a little bit. This one, I'm just, I'm just outright not doing Do you want to do the eight weeks after I'm finished with eight weeks? It depends. I'm not. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm, you have FOMO. It, it depends. It's no, I, I, I do have FOMO. Yeah. Not FOMO on the social media standpoint. If I deleted the apps, like it, it would be a wrap. <laughs> like so, for that, I know. But we'll we'll see. All right. We we will see. We'll revisit it. We'll keep you guys posted. Beyond that, this week is my birthday week. It's my birthday week. 
It's my birthday week. Okay. You know what's really annoying is every year I say I'm not a birthday monster, but I really do get hyped. Hyped. I get hyped about my birthday you've, like every You've tried time. to argue me for, this would be the third year celebrating your birthday on the yeah. show. And you're going to argue me again that you're not a birthday monster. I'm not. And I'm going to show you again, probably in next week's episode, there'll be some news <laughs> of Joy's day not going the way it was supposed That's to. That's not true. Me not doing something I wasn't supposed to do. Blah, 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 blah. I don't and expect turn you into to something. do anything like that it really is the truth i really don't expect you to do anything i just get hyped about my own day like for me i don't expect other people to be hyped like my feelings aren't hurt when people don't hit me up for my birthday so in that way i'm not a birthday monster i feel like a birthday monster expects everybody else to like stop what they're doing because it's their like somebody else their birthday you know no, I understand. I'm not that person. So, but I do get hyped about my birthday. It's really cool that I've, you know, I've lived for almost 29 years now. That's that's something to celebrate. Oh, it is. Like it's, I'm still it's, alive. It's your day that's of birth. Fun. But yeah. as we've discussed, is nobody cares about your birthday like you? No, no one. But so like, I care about it, and that's fine. But the problem is, is when people place the expectations upon other people to care as much as they do. The answer is, I'm, I'm putting it out there for everyone. No one in the world Nobody. at all cares about your birthday as much as you care about your, your mom. Birthday. Your mom cares. They don't even care as much. I'm no, being honest with you. Moms care. Because they, they like gave birth to you that day. I, I, like, I, I yeah. get it, but no, no one cares. And it's like once we get to that place of understanding that it's another day, your friends will hit you and say happy birthday, but like that's really all people are getting from me. If, if we are friends, I will text you happy birthday. And if I forget, my bad. Because and, and, you're really, really friends, there's a notification on, in your contacts on my phone, so I'll get a reminder in the morning that it's your actual birthday. And then I'll send you a text, happy birthday, but that's it. If I don't come to your parties, if I don't go to your dinners, you I, don't, like a birthday I don't love you any less. I just don't care as much as you do. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's, not a, it's not coming from a mean place. No, I basically, I, I felt but the same. Because the thing is, if you were celebrating birthdays all the time, you'd be celebrating birthdays all, all the, the time. time. Like, yeah, there's a and lot it's, of birthdays. It's just too much. There's just too yeah. much expectations that go with birthdays. Like, people, you need everyone to have a good time. It, it's too much. It's like when you and the homies, you know when you and the homies go out, it, it's, speaking to the fellas, like, you know those nights when, when you're with your boys, like, yo, tonight, we're going to get it in. Like, we're going to, oh, tonight is going to just be through the roof. You get so hyped before the night begins that the night's not even good. But here's the because thing. Because you've overhyped it and overplanned it. always happens. Like, anytime you overplan your night, fellas, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Anytime you overplan your night, the night does not go as you want. I, Everybody goes home by themselves, disappointed. <laughs> but then it's like you hit the homie, like, yo, you trying to make a move tonight? Like, yeah, we can go hit this bar. Then you go to this bar you ain't never been to. You meet some dope people. You come back, like, man, yo, last night was lit. You had no plans. Always what happens. Birthdays are the exact opposite. Over, over, over hype, and then it doesn't meet the hype. Okay, listen. I just want to say, I just want to put this out there, that for your birthday, you always somehow manage to loop people into your birthday. I don't know why. And I don't it's know how. It's your problem. I don't do this all the time. I have before given you, like, you know, obviously birthday parties and stuff, but you can't really go your whole birthday not really celebrating at all with people. You, it's the truth. Leave it, it, it alone. No, it's I'm not truth. saying it's not the truth. I do not do that. When I say I'm cool, I'm cool. I just need to celebrate it. I'm hyped on my own. You do spread your hype. So you're talking all this shit. I'm going to let you talk. 
I'm gonna let you finish, but but you lying. Like I'm not. I, I'm not lying. What I, I, I do, dare you to spend your birthday by yourself. No, I'm not saying I don't spend it with with other people. But I'm saying I will send you a message out in. usually the night of. Like you know what I want to celebrate, and ninety percent of people I hit don't come. And it is what it is. And I'll go celebrate, and there'll be me, Joy, and maybe one or two other people. And they come, they come. But I'm not sitting here disappointed and bummed. But why? Like, if, if you don't like celebrating other people's birthdays, why are you asking people to celebrate yours with you? Because I'm going out, and I'm just extending the invite. I'm not, but I'm not coming with expectations of other people to come but join But your 30th party, birthday party, you have expectations. Oh, the 30th birthday is going to be lit. The yeah. Thir- the 30th birthday party, now that's, that's different. That's a little special. The 30th birthday is going to be fun. We got to like plan that well in advance. I still got to figure all that out on, on getting that, that whole thing squared away. But yeah, I'm just not like the, I, I, I will say I am guilty. <laughs> I will send out text messages typically every time because most, most days of my birthday, I have no plans. I just want and all of you guys to come. call Justin out on his BS. Okay, like, call me out on my BS. Yeah, call it BS. what you want. All I'm saying is typically I have no plans. And I'm like, you know what? Let me go out tonight. And I'll send a text out to probably eight to ten people. And typically eight of those people do not come. Five of them I don't even hear back from. But it's just the expectation that I know that's what's going to happen. But I don't, I'm not mad at them for not coming. That's the difference. There's emotions that are connected with people and their birthdays. I'm side-eyeing him right now. Okay, just... that, that's fine. My last birthday. How many people came? Your brother. That was it. I was going to say, I don't even remember your it birthday. It was just me, you, and then I think your brother came by. And, like, <laughs> and, oh, his, gonna... and his friend. Yeah. And we're like, we're going to come. <laughs> he had a good time. Though. We did. Like, we had a good time. And so I was just putting it out there. This is what I'm going to be. Like, I know it was super last minute. If, I don't, if you don't come, all good. And I didn't trip. Like, I had a good time. The music was good. The vibe was good. And I was cool. But if I'm going to go somewhere... You always say you're cool with doing nothing for your birthday, but then you end up wanting to do something. Yeah, I don't, and that I don't know why. You, I, you, I say, what do you want to do when you're... Bra- in the afternoon. Yes, I'm like, what do you want to... No, I don't really need to do anything cool. I plan nothing. Then that day, like in the afternoon, he's like, hey, I think I want to hit up this spot tonight. And I'm just like... It, it happens at 4 o'clock time. in the afternoon. But again, that's not pre-planned. It's just like, all right, well, maybe I'm going to step out. You know what it is. You're an undercover birthday monster. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm not a birthday You're monster. Undercover. False. Because yep. I don't have expectation. If you don't come, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> We're going to leave this conversation alone. All right. Well, to all the birthday folks, <laughs> yes. have a blast. We're still trying to figure and, out what we're going to do for Joy's birthday. And whoever's having a birthday week this week, happy birthday week to you. Yeah, because there's all kind of Virgos. It's like, again, you guys <laughs> tell the world that it's your birthday. All day, every day. Because we birthday, celebrate weeks, ourselves. Days, months, years. We're holiday seasons. babies. So yeah, happy, happy holiday, we happy birthday we, yeah. to all of you. We Virgos. were made around like Christmas, New Year's. Like we're, you know, we're just like filled with the joy of new beginnings. You know what I'm saying? You all know that we purged. What was that? Probably like four weeks ago now. Yes. Yeah, we got rid of everything. I got rid of hella clothes to the point where I realized. <laughs> Like, I was like, oh, I have to just, like, wear the same thing. Joy out here recycling oh, outfits every four days. <laughs> just ain't nothing new. You can't even make a full week. And you know you, when, you, when you work somewhere, you intentionally try to at least wear five different things like, so you don't have to repeat. Happening. Joy's out here going, oh, it's, it's Thursday. Man, I already wore that on Monday. <laughs> out here on the Strug bus. Well, and, and the truth is I don't care that deeply, but, you know, it would be nice to have, like, a little bit more flexibility. I have a friend at work who she has a uniform, basically, so she has a Monday outfit, a Tuesday outfit, and a Wednesday outfit, and and so on. And I was like, that is genius. But I don't, I can't do a one week situation. I like a two week rotation. 
Gotcha. I think a two-week rotation is smart. That is smart. Because, like, people, like, they remember that you've worn this out. And maybe you can have, like, little variations. Like, you know, maybe sometimes you wear this top with blue jeans. And maybe another time you wear it with black jeans. Are you like, an outfit checker? Do you check what people are wearing to work? Fuck no. Like, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> no. Who has time for that? Actually, I will Man, say, because that happened I'm an to me. outfit checker. You are? I'm an outfit checker. Why? I'm going to be honest with you. I can know how many times you've worn that outfit, those, in, within like oh, a few weeks period. disappointing. I am that person. I'm way too and, busy living my life for, but to notice thing, what you're wearing. But the thing I'm sorry. is, is it, it's not even like, oh, I'm purposely trying to look and see what you're wearing. I have a photographic memory. So it's like oh, if that God. same outfit is paired, I just, I'm like, oh, I've seen that. Like that's just... And I do the same thing. I mean, if people check me, I stay with the same rotation. Everybody should. It's it's easy. So I'm not saying that this is. I'm I'm coming from a place I as someone who doesn't so do it. deeply do not care. Like unless it's like a uh, outfit that's like bomb.com, it's very noticeable. But like, if you're wearing a t-shirt and jeans and you wear that same t-shirt and jeans a week later, I'm not like. <gasps> Even though that did happen to me because I said something about really liking a shirt. My coworker said, oh, yeah, I know you wore it last week. <laughs> Damn. So you got an outfit checker at the office? <laughs> yeah. Well, she doesn't work there anymore, okay. but she was fine. We were friends. It was fine. But, but uh, yeah, I, I just don't care. And, I, again, I think that it's a stupid thing to check for. I'm more concerned about moods. And, like, I, I, so I notice if, like, you're nice or if you're mean, like, ah, oh, you were just mean before. Yeah, I, I notice moods. I, I don't know how else to explain I think that's a good thing it. to notice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very aware of, of those things, and I keep track of those. So you know how those, there are those people, and I don't, some of our listeners may be that way. I don't know how to function with people who snap. I, I'm not a snapper by nature, and I don't know, you know how you watch somebody like semi go off on someone, and then the next day they're sweet as pie. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to do with yeah, those I don't people. trust you. I know. I really don't. And they'll go off on anybody. So I'm, I'm more so in, aware of those things. Before, before you, you jump back into your shopping, I do want to make a, a note. Just a, speaking of working back in, in an office setting, keep in mind before July, from January to July, I was working from the from the house right was by myself and i was telling joy this week that it is so different going back into environment and working with other people's energy like when i worked from home there was no distraction there was no i wasn't bombarded with other people's stimuli Mm -hmm. so i was just good like mentally spiritually emotionally all you have to do is take care of yourself yeah as long as i was in a good place everything else was fine but now that i'm back in an office setting I was just like, oh, man, this energy transfer is real. It's real. It is so real. Like, sometimes I'm just like, okay, this is it's too much. Like, I was telling Joe, I was like, you know, I just need to, like, sometimes I want to pick my computer up and go find the corner of the office yeah. and say, please don't talk to me. Please don't talk to me. And I've never been this person. Yeah, that's me. Ever. <laughs> but now, like, there's times where I'm, I literally get consumed. And I was like, I can't. Like, this is too much. Yeah, you really have to. So I feel like when you're working on your own, you just have to worry about yourself. Whereas when you're working with other people, you have to fortify yourself. It's like, all right, like, I need to make this impenetrable so that I am good. But that takes more energy. So that's why when I used to come home, I'm like, you don't understand that, especially in my position, I'm dealing with people all day. That needs to be in the HR handbook. (laughs) Who works in HR? There needs to be a clause that says, check your energy. Uh, You need to be responsible for the energy that you bring. 
life. Yeah, I understand that. But like in the work setting when we're in these walls and maybe not we don't have windows from our particular view, you there needs to be something. It's like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm going to HR to report your energy. Your energy is off. Yeah. And then there needs to be a meditation room. Or some type of something, massage. There, there's got to be a place where <laughs> their energy checks need to happen because I have, yeah, I have like never, a Reiki healer. I have never noticed it before. I had never noticed it in my previous I think my you're previous more seven years. Sensitive now. In my previous seven years and working with other people in office settings, I had I, it didn't bother me. Sometimes, oh, so and so's in the mood, but it, it was what it was. Now, like if like other people's energy bothers me, I feel like, like if, it, if it's unchecked or if it, it's not right, I like I don't. It bothers me. Like, I'm very sensitive to it. And I just want, I got, that needs to be an HR requirement. I think you're just more aware of its effects. It's not that it wasn't affecting you before. You just were completely unaware of it. Now, no. So, I, you know, it's interesting because it's not just people that are in a bad mood. Like, it could be somebody who's in a frantic mood or they're anxious or they're, you know, it, it can be any mood. Anything that's a high end, low vibe emotion. Is too much. It's way too much, and there's nothing you can do about it because you're just kind of like trapped in the space until you can both leave, and that's it. And then you have to do it again the next day. Like that's that's that. So anyway, I I feel for you. I I'm, I'm here for you, babe. If you want to talk about it, uh, back to my clothes because <laughs> it's very Quick important. Tangent. No, because I want I want to talk about this because I think that I've cracked the, the code. So after purging, I said, I don't want to have unnecessary things in my wardrobe. I want to have what I want, and I don't need anything more than that. Just what are the, the not base level, more than base level. So for example, on my list I have, I want a basic black shirt and a basic white shirt. So short sleeve and long sleeve. Those are two, like our four basic pieces that I wanted. But then I have, I want 10 creative shirts and that could be whatever different colors different prints different designs but I only want 10 of them so that way when I'm out shopping I know okay I want 10 so if I if I get home and I have more than 10 in my closet then I need to get rid of some or I need not to buy any more of those until it's it's time again um 10 issues I think I said what five pairs or I I had socks underwear bras like all, all of it is is laid out so I know exactly what I want and I think that that will be a really good way to keep me organized. And so this time when I was shopping, because I only have a limited amount of things that I want in my possession, I was shopping with intent. I In the past, I've seen things or seen pieces and go, this will probably be good to have in case I have this kind of thing to do. I maybe wasn't in love with it, but it would be good to have it. Or like, this is on sale and it's trendy. I'm not sure I'll wear it, but I might. Like, you never know what might come up and I might need it, so I would get it. Uh, And now I'm only buying things that are flattering on me, like have really nice cuts. I don't care if it's trendy or not. Like, does this look good on me? Cool. That's step number one. Is it comfortable? Well, actually, I would say, is it comfortable? Step number one. Does it look good on me? Is step number two. Do I like it? Is step number three. And then I, I and then if it checks all those things, I buy it. And I'm not even super worried about the price because I'm not going to be buying a crap ton of things from now on. Like this is, this is my life. Yeah, when Joy read me her list, I was very impressed. I was like, damn, like you came ready. <laughs> yeah. Check marked and all. Now, if it was in a, an Excel spreadsheet, it would have really made me smile. But the fact that she had it all itemized exactly what she wanted, and when, I, when she told me that, 
And I'm shopping. I was like, well, man, well, am I just buying to buy? So then I wanted to go through and check my stuff. Like, okay, well, this doesn't really make sense, although it was too late at yeah. the time I, I had bought everything I wanted. Right. But I was like, I'm just getting to the point now, and I you know, told Joy about it, is I really like just basic stuff. If you know me, I don't wear anything with brand names on it. I'm, not a, I'm just not a brand name guy. But I like nice quality materials that's just a solid color. And so now I'm just trying to work my wardrobe to get to that point where it's like I have my my go-to pieces mm-hmm. that if Joy and I have an event, I can wear that. If we need to take a uh, have a photo shoot or go somewhere nice, I can I can pull that out of out of the the closet and feel good about it. Like that's where I'm I'm trying to trying to get to. And then like understanding and realizing the type of clothes I wear, it's just a process. Like I respect everybody who's like into fashion and knows fashion right. and has like to be a buyer and like buy stuff like this is complicated yeah like you gotta do it for other people and know what they look good in it's taking me damn near 30 years to figure out what i like right so i think trendy is one thing but style is another yes and i think developing your personal style is just a matter of incorporating your personality into what you're wearing and the best way to do that is by the checklist that i gave is it comfortable do i am i comfortable in this do i look good in this do i like it if the answer is yes, then it's Bye. probably your style. You know, it's probably going to be the thing that's best for you. Um, now, hopefully it's not. Well, yeah, because the question is, do I look good in it? Because I was like, it's not, not like <laughs> frumpy sweats. Because <laughs> I like frumpy sweats too. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I, I, if anybody wants to talk more about shopping with intent, I'm happy to dive into it. Um, I'm happy to help you curate a list because I think that it really helped me it helped me a lot this time around. I don't. I don't feel like I have any wasted purchases. I don't feel like I, even when I was putting the clothes away, I didn't feel like, oh, why did I get this? Or oh, I don't think I'm really going to wear that. Which in the past, I felt like that almost every time. <laughs> I'm serious. That's pretty bad. It's so you bad. were just spending. Yeah, I was just getting because I'm like, oh, it's on sale, or like this is trendy, even though it doesn't look as flattering to me. Like for some reason. The, the, that ankle boot trend didn't work for me. I think there are certain ankle boots now that they have that could look good on me, but I have really skinny ankles and I have wider hips. So I just look like a triangle gone wrong. And, but I had the short boots because they were in style, but I never wore them because I wasn't comfortable and I didn't feel like I looked nice. So, but I had them. Yeah, just that's consumerism, getting the best of it. Right. Trying to keep up with, with everything. And now I'm to the point where I'm willing to spend money on things that look good on me before it was like oh i'm not spending we all have this price limit in our head whether it's 20 30 dollars if it exceeds that like we're not buying it but it's like now i can go find a really nice t-shirt and i will spend 50 dollars. and you guys like justin has a t-shirt yes i will spend 50 dollars on this t-shirt because every time i put that t-shirt on it looks and feels phenomenal it holds its wash it holds its color and I like the way it looks. So instead of buying three shirts at $15 a piece and spending 45 And then I'll that just, gets all straight. Yeah, I'll just get one at 50 and I will wear it more times than I'll wear the other three shirts that I bought at $45 combined. It's an extra $5, but it's going to look better, it's going to last longer, and you're going to feel better while you're wearing it. Yeah. So it's like I finally get it for like the people who spend money on clothes. Now like the two to three to four to five hundred dollars on one piece of, of clothing. If you got it like that, cool. 
But right. if you ain't got it like that, why? <laughs> yeah. You know, so, I mean, spending is all is all relative. $50 works for me. Like, I'm not going to buy, oh, I really like this this shirt. It costs $350. No, I can, I can find something that's probably close. That's 50 to 75 Right. I don't need to spend that kind of I mean, yeah, on a T-shirt, that would be ridiculous. Yeah, that would be mad ridiculous. And most of those things that cost that, it's not even the material. It's just the name brand that's put on the material. And right. that's why I stay away from the mad the mad brands and all that. Now, somebody sponsored us and gave me some free stuff. I'm definitely going to yeah. rock it. No questions asked, but to go out there and spend the money when it's not, when I don't have that type of disposable income just doesn't make sense. No, not at all. On Pillow Talk Live this past week, we had a few comments come up, and particularly as it relates to approaching other people and when or when not to abort certain dating conversations or situations. And I want to kind of touch on it a little bit more because it made for a, a fun conversation. Sidebar, if you don't tune in to our Pillow Talk Live, they go down every Thursday yes. at 8 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Just another time during the week where we can hang out, have some fun. It's really engaging. A lot of questions come in. Just get an opportunity to dive more in on what we talk about in the show. And it's more community-based. Yes. Like you get to connect with other listeners. Connect so. with other folks from the Love Jays crew. Yeah. It, it's fun. Thursday, 8 o'clock p.m. If you have not joined, make sure you do join us. Even though that Joy is on a social media hiatus, yeah, she I'm still on the, I'm comes. On the live. She comes to life on Pillow Talk Live. But it was interesting, one woman in particular, and hearing about the approach and you know men approaching women and women approaching men. Like, what's the balance? How do we do it? And it's always a tricky conversation. But in particular, this one woman had asked, is saying she's attracted to a trainer at the gym, and was like, I don't know if I should approach. And I just made the comment. I was like, the, I feel like the gym is a safe space, a safe space to approach if you're interested in the trainer, whether you're a man or a woman, simply because if they're a trainer, you can easily walk over and be like, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to work on my back muscles or my chest muscles. And I noticed that you're working with a client. Would you be willing to show me a few more exercises? Oh, yeah, no problem. And what they're typically going to say, oh, what you can do is you can sign up for a free consultation. So then you'll get a free consultation and you get the opportunity to get to know this person. And then you can find out in the gym, you know, Joy and I like activities. You like activity dates. Yeah. You can kind of feel where you're at. So then you get the consultation. You could talk with them, learn a little bit about them. Oh, so you know, are you originally from here? What made you get into fitness training? It just leads into an easy conversation that you don't have to pay for. Like super duper simple. And then, so I told her all that, and she's like, oh, yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. But it, it, it went into the, the larger conversation of, like, when, you know, when do you approach or how can you approach? And yeah, I always go back and forth on, on this idea because I still remember after we had our mingle event, one of the women, one woman in attendance came up to me and said, like, how do I approach a man? And, like, I was just so confused <laughs> by the by the statement because it's like, damn, like, we really at that point where it's like, how do I approach? Yeah, like, men aren't even approaching. Yeah, we're not even approaching to, to, yeah. if, if we're serious. You know, but, I, I, again, I just think it's all a, a vibe. <laughs> it's circumstantial. It is, like, it is I, very much so circumstantial. a trainer at the gym, like, that's their place of business. They can't approach you. Like, it would be weird if somebody who worked somewhere was like, hey, what are you doing after this? So, like, in that in that regard, like you would need to approach them because you're you're the person with more freedom. But if you're, you know, both out at a bar, I don't see the need for a woman to have to approach a man. But again, I'm not against it because we were just talking about how I told you that I was feeling you, but you already, I think, told me. Yeah, you had already I, told me. Yeah, had already, I had already. You had already in. opened the door, correct? And then I, I led, but I, I took that like you said it. 
it wasn't mentioned, and then I was like, yo, I'm starting to have feelings. Yeah, I, I completely think it, it is circumstantial. And I don't, I don't necessarily think it's always men have to approach women and women no. have to approach men. As a, particularly, like, in Los Angeles, it's, it's a whole different animal. Um, but yeah. I, I just think we put too much pressure on the approach instead of just, like, putting ourselves out there I, and starting a conversation. I will say this. I, I'm, and the thing is, you don't know who you're dealing with until you're dealing with it. I don't, men who are like, well, women can approach me. I don't really find that to be all that awesome. I'm with that. It's like, okay, well. You gotta be open to both. Yeah. So, but if, if it's a man who, who has enough courage to, to approach a woman, but he maybe just didn't notice or didn't see, didn't catch eyes or whatever, and you notice him and you want to approach him, cool. But if he's like, if he doesn't have enough courage and you guys are catching eyes and you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to do, I don't know. I, I'm just not attracted to that because mm. I want to know you're going to come get what you want. Like I, but I am attracted to ambition. But then when you shoot your shot, you need to shoot your shot respectfully. So Correct. it is like... I, there are a lot of steps involved, but like I want to know that you're confident. I want to know that you got a good swagger to you. I want to know that you know how to approach a woman respectfully. Like I don't, I, I can't see that if I do the work because I know what I can do. I'm not scared to approach a man. I, I think most women aren't afraid to approach men. It's it's more so okay. What's he gonna do? Like what's what kind of? It's a good way for us to see what you're made of. Okay. It's, it just is. And again, I don't, and maybe that is old school. Maybe that's, you know, a tradition that just stuck in my, you know, super liberal heart. But I just, <laughs> I just, I need to know, I need to know that you got this. Yeah. I, and I think it's a good weeding out process. If you don't have enough courage to approach me, I'm not interested. And this, and this is why I blame social media because we've just, we've lost the, the conversational skills. But to the fellows, like I just... Like a few easy tricks. Like I'm, I just want to speak. I want to speak to the men, and I want you to speak to the to the ladies. But like to the men, if we're out here and we're interested in 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 a particular woman, and if she's in a group of women, the best way, in my opinion, the best way to approach it is in a respectful, casual manner. And I think where we struggle is if you if we're at a club somewhere and all the women are dancing and then you just try to like insert yourself dancing I always it's think that the is worst. a fail I was a fail I thought of a that's situation. where you were going with it no. I was like nope that's never that's, a good that's situation That's always a fail of a situation For me it's like okay here's this group of women I know they're together I'm going to find them where they're either at the bar or where they're seated together and then you can casually come over and introduce yourself Oh how are you guys ladies do I just want to come over and introduce myself yeah. Boom 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 there's three. You have to introduce yourself to, to however many women. Let's say there's three of them for this conversation. Interest, introduce yourself to these three women, it's and good then strategy. At, at this point, we start having a conversation. Get a little low, know a little more. Generalize questions, and then the one you're interested in. Once you get the answer that you can then target the conversation towards one person, you then move it in that direction. That is hella smart. Yes. So it's like, oh, where are you guys from? Oh, I grew up from L.A. Oh, I'm from Boston. I'm from New York. Oh, you mentioned you're from New York. What brought you out here? And if the New York one was the one that you're interested in, now I'm tailoring the conversation to yeah. the New York. But don't be too eager to get to like, and by the way, this is who I'm interested in. Like if you, because here's the thing, if you butter up the friends, the hostility will die down. But if you come over there trying to be slick, like, okay, I'm going to introduce myself, but then immediate, like, you got to put some work in. Yes. You when have you're to. dealing with a pack, you got to put some work in. Well, you got you to gotta get the friend's guard down because all of our guards are up. We're going to protect our girl. She's going to be eyeing, like, mm, I'm not, like, can you get me away from this dude? Like, and the thing is, they might be eyeing each other, even if you're all talking, but then you know, like, that's not for you. So, 
I do. I don't want to downplay how nerve wracking it could be to approach a woman, especially when she's with friends. I'm not downplaying that. I'm just saying that I don't really have an interest in somebody who's not willing to do it. I, I feel that. So that, that that's one that's one way is is you got to tailor the conversation to a group, but then hold on to the nuggets that you know you can tailor right. to the one who you're interested in, right? And then that allows you to lock in. And then we have to realize that if we if we go and shoot our shot and they're not interested, just got to abort, right? Like, like we shot our shot, it didn't happen, and then we move on. Yeah, like it, it 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 is okay from there. Another thing that I I would recommend or suggest if you're in earshot is to ear hustle in a smart way and then interrupt in a respectful way. So for example, if you're out here talking about, let's say we're talking about the Childish Gambino video that just came out. Uh-huh. So we're talking about it feels like summer and you hear it and, you, and they say something. And you say, oh, you know, it was interesting. I, was, I also was watching that video and I, I thought about this. Did you guys catch that right. as well. It was like, oh, no, I didn't. Oh, yeah, 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 boom. By the way, I'm Justin. Oh, I'm so-and-so, I'm so-and-so. See, this what is why bring, you aren't single. What brings you They're here? They're not doing this. Yeah, I'm, go ahead. Yeah. So, <laughs> what, what brings you here? So, the, so we, we got the, the group introduction. Right. Once we get the group introduction, if you're too afraid to do the group introduction, because that just allow, that just forces you just to walk on stage. Like, you just have to walk on stage. If you have stage right. fright, that might struggle for you. But if, if, you're, if you're not, if you do have stage fright, can you get in a place where you can ear hustle? Right. And if you can ear hustle to the point where you can jump in and contribute something positively to the conversation, not just talking, yeah. but contributing something positively to the situation, you then allow for a natural conversation to flow. We then move into the point of saying, oh, I'm Justin. Oh, and you are, and you are. And now we can go back to just like we had the, the regular conversation in the group setting. You yeah. then move in that direction, and then once you get the cue, you tailor it to the specific point, and you then have a conversation there. Right. Those are my, my just two off the top quick recommendations for the, for the fellas. I feel like that could work with men too, but it's not as necessary. I feel like for a man, you could walk up and just be like, hey, I'm so-and-so. I, did, wanted to, I saw you. I wanted to introduce myself. Like that, and that would be a good way to leave the ball in their court again. Like, hey, I'm letting you know that I've saw, I've seen you. I am interested. In what you're gonna do about it? But it can't just be the the thing is like it can't just be the conversation. I saw you. I just wanted to introduce myself because yeah, that's just awkward. Well, but then you lead in with like you know who you're here with, like where are you from? Like you know I'm from blah blah blah. You have a conversation. From okay, there. so, like, so you're saying if you're seated by yourself. If who the man? If, no, if the woman. So, are you speaking from a woman's perspective? I'm or saying a, a woman approaching a man, not a man oh, approaching a woman. Oh God! Because we could get away with that. Like oh, we, okay. like you know, it I, just. I was still on the man train. I was like, I, I don't think I'm. The following. situation requires way less finesse because uh, uh, men are like, oh, okay, okay. Like, so, so you're saying if you're if you're a woman yeah. approaching a man, yeah, so, okay, you can you can be completely bold and um, and uh, and most men would appreciate that. Oh yeah, yeah. It gets because, not because then we 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 can put our courage to the side, exactly, <laughs> or our lack thereof, exactly. So and and again, that's why I want to say circumstantial because if the person doesn't like, let's say I saw you from across the room, and I, and I and you know you didn't see me or whatever, I still probably would say I don't know if I would, but let's just say for the sake of this argument that I was like, you know what, I'm kind of I'm digging this dude over there, and I want to say. I want to say what's up. You you can do that. I think that, that that's okay. But if you're both catching eyes and you're not coming, I just... It's awkward. I'm not attracted to that, but I'm okay. I get, I get that some women might be like, you know what, I'm going to help this dude out a little bit. Like, I think that that's okay too. But again, in order to do that, 
all you have to do is go say hello and see what he does. Now, from there, he doesn't know what to do. Abort. Like, <laughs> honestly, abort. He might, he might be nervous. See, my thing is, though, where, where I've seen the struggles come, and I've listened to these conversations, is you don't ha- we don't have the follow-up questions ready. We're not listening with intent, and that's really where it gets us in trouble. Because you're like person, person. You're like, oh, you're sitting there, and and this, I know this is. A I don't know. That of, did happen to me with Ryan Canyon, man. I did not know you, what to you do. You didn't know what to say. So <laughs> I, did, I had like a system overload. You don't. You don't have the follow up. That's fair. That's you very don't fair. have the follow up questions, you then create the awkward silence. You then right. create the awkward energy, and then what could have been something turns into nothing because we don't have the follow ups. <laughs> And I know that this is a strength of mine. I get to the point where I can listen enough and then find that one point right. and sprint down a path. But if we struggle with that, like, for example, if, if, if a woman comes up to a man and says, I, just, I saw you over here. I just wanted to come over and introduce myself. Oh, hey, nice to meet you. I need you to have the follow-up question. The woman. The yeah. woman well, has to yeah, have the follow-up I, I'm question. I'm saying she could say, you know, where are you from? Or like, you know, what that... What brings you here? Yeah, what okay, brings I got you here? You. Like, and then from there, if the conversation... If he's like, oh, I came with friends... And yeah, that's it. And it's like, all okay. right, well, like, it was good to meet you. And if that, that point he could, he needs to say something. Yeah, we, we struggle with the follow-up yeah. questions. And, and that's what I've noticed. It's like, okay, I approach, but then what do I say? And it's like, we just had, we got to go back to the days that we would just talk to people. Yeah. Like, you I remember back in the talking. fifth grade and the sixth grade when text <laughs> messaging didn't exist and all you could do was call? Like I, I was on the phone. I was a phone call finesse. Maybe this is why I, I was able to do what we I did. We were just talking about we, this. We were talking about I was a phone call Justin, finesse. Justin, I refuse to I believe that making, fifth grade you was on the phone finesse. Ask my mom. Ask was, your mom. Ask my mom. She was. She knew the phone bills. <laughs> she she knew when every outbound call and in, in, incoming call was coming in. I was finessing in the fifth grade. I was 11 with the finesse. But I was yeah. working on my conversational skills in the fifth grade. Sixth grade. Six, I would talk to my girlfriends, but, but I didn't, you didn't start have, talking to boys. You didn't like have text me- Like think about Maybe it. We didn't have grade. text messages. We didn't have like if you wanted to have a conversation with, yeah, a, with, a, with a young woman. At this time, she was a girl, and I was a boy. But I picked up the phone. Right. Like I called. Like yeah, you had the chat Gosh, rooms. Gosh, those like, were the days. Sometimes you could be on the chat rooms, but if you were interested in somebody, you called. Yeah, where you like and you talk for hours, and that's what you do. Yeah, and, and so I bring this all back to the I point again to all the fellows who come out here and saying like texting, like I'm all about texting. It's like yo, we got to get a, it's it's messing up everything we're doing and become we're, we're becoming so reliant on not having to be fully present at any moment. Right. Like with texting, with social, someone can text me right now. I then have the option to look at it and then put it back down and get to it when I want to get to it. But when you're on the phone, there's no, there's no escaping. Like once right. we've answered the phone and we're in conversation, there's nothing that I can do that cannot make me present in this moment. And if I'm not present, the person on the other line knows that I'm not present. Yeah. And then they can catch the feeling like, okay, Because you're hitting them with like, uh, yeah, uh uh-huh, okay. Yeah, like that's what's happening. So if you find yourself, fellas, and and even ladies too, like if you find yourself in in these positions where you're like, I don't really know what to say, because maybe you're not talking enough. Maybe you're spending too much time having shorthanded conversations, and we've lost the conversational approach to just pick up the phone and talk. I was a phone talker in the fifth grade. Yeah. I can confidently say All right, Justin, we that. get it. You're a communicator. I, I, am, <laughs> I am a, commu- I am a professional a communicator. communicator. Yes. I mean, yes, I, I literally And you am. do well communicating within our relationship, too. Yeah, but it's just like, you know, yeah. when I see the struggles, I just, I just go back to it. It's like, we just got to get to that point where we can have conversations. Like, it's okay yeah. to have conversations. I, I do better approaching to have a conversation than I do approaching to dance. 
Like I think I always thought that uh, was more awkward. Approaching to dance now is just like because we we are on a generational level. We don't have dances that aren't bumping and grinding. Like there's no way to respectfully dance with somebody you just met. There's like there just isn't. We don't know how to do that. Well, that's why I do the old man dance. That's why Jay always said you want the old man dances. And you guys do a two step like that's yeah, like that's not what's happening. So it's like, and then then that really does turn into like a prerequisite for sex. Like it's like okay, well now that your booty's been all on my penis, I guess like I guess that part of me is activated now. So I would like to have sex with you. Not that you didn't want to before, but it just it triggers something different. So I do agree that approaching to have a conversation is much better. And I think that you hit on something when you were saying that you need to be present. And I think that that's what's missing from a lot, a lot of things, but especially people approaching people. You need to be present and it it needs to be, I am interested in this person. Not like the idea of, and I'm not trying to romanticize it, but like make your intentions clear and be confident about them. And I know that's easier said than done, but you know, just... We just got to get back. Yeah, we got to get back to get the it. finesse. We, we, we got to finesse and just and have and have our conversational yeah. skills up and have our active listening skills up. And if yeah. you're out here struggling, if all the fellas out there, if you're struggling, ladies too, I'm here. I'm a resource. I, but I want to say this. When you're approaching people, because I think this is where people mess up because they are nervous, even women, you need to remain calm. That's where the swagger comes from. You need to remain calm because I just thought of like a woman approaching me and being like, "Hi, I'm, I'm so and so." Like, oh, so what are you? Oh, I've, oh, I've never like, got that. Like, you can't do too I've much. Never got that. Yeah, like you need to remain calm. It's like hot. Like you know, just approach people as people, and you should be fine. Yeah, the, the easiest thing to, to me, and I've had it before. A woman come up to me, oh, I really like your shirt, or I really like this. Where'd you get? Oh, yeah, I got it from this. Oh, what's your name? Like when you when you leave with a compliment. Anytime someone feels good, it's it's easy to get their attention. But my favorite time but not being approached, oh, you sexy, like yeah, you, know, you can't leave with the thirst, the thirst compliment. Right, that doesn't work. But somebody told me, uh, remember at the gym, and yeah. I like it was a really pleasant exchange. I was like, thank you for hitting on me that way. And Justin was upstairs lifting. I had been doing the machines downstairs, and he was like, "Oh, excuse me." And he asked me, he said, "You know, are you are you married?" And I said, "Yes." And he goes, "Oh, he's okay. He's a lucky man." And he's like, "You know, you are a queen." And like that was like, and I know that's asking a lot, but I left the interaction feeling pretty damn good. And I think that if you could somehow capture that, if you can say, "I want everyone who interacts with me to leave feeling good." You're gonna be okay. Yeah, I'm a, so, and that should be a very good indicator of how you should approach people. If you're like, mm, "You bum," or like, "Like, what's up? What you getting into tonight?" Like, you're not adding any value. No value. People are instantly annoyed. If you're adding value, you're respect. You're uh, you're approaching respectfully. You should be good every time. And if you know you're dealing with a garbage person who's rude to you, just walk away from the trash. Like it's fine. Master the approach. I'm yeah. about to have master the approach seminar. Y'all down for yes. that? If we hosted a master the approach seminar. And we just came in, got the conversational skills up, worked on your stage fright, had the follow-up questions ready, how to actively listen. Would y'all come? I want to know. Master the approach. I'm putting it out there. The master the approach workshop. It's going to come down. I need to know. If if 10 of y'all hit me with an email or a DM and say, yo, I, I need the master the approach, then Joy and I might have to cook something up. Master yeah. the approach weekend because we got we to gotta figure this out. Like We, we got to. It's time. I, I got to help our people because I love love. And, and there's so, like, again, so many single people yeah. like, want to be in relationships yeah. and they're, like, badgering other single people. And they people, get, can't but get they past all, the hello. No, but they all want the same thing. So yeah. we're we going we gonna to make something 
happen. It's and you guys, be fun. that's step one. It's step one out of like step a thousand. Yeah, there's a lot of steps. Yeah, like there's master step. step one. You could do it. Yeah, we we, we gonna work on that. But I want to know. I need ten of y'all. If ten of y'all respond, the master the approach workshop might have to go down. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited about that. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Make sure you subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you are loving what you are hearing, please leave us a review and share it with your friends. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.